I have to be honest, I was wrong about Bobby Pierce. We'll talk about that today, plus Thursday results and big weekends ahead for Lucas, the Outlaws, and more. Let's go. It's Friday, June 2nd. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Way back in January of this year, I had a show titled Bobby Pierce Says He's Full-Time with the World of Outlaws, But We Don't Believe Him. If you might remember, Pierce bagged $25,000 at the Wild West shootout, then super trucked to Florida, where he promptly declared his full-time allegiance with the Outlaws amongst a tough and growing group of full-timers. In an interview with the series on the day he declared, he said, quote, I know it's a long year and a lot of traveling, but we do that all the time anyways, so we'll just see how it goes, unquote. Not exactly full of conviction from a driver who had only previously run one of the national tours a single time. That was in 2018 with Lucas. But here we are on the second day of June, and not only is the smooth operator still on tour, he's thriving. I mentioned on the show yesterday that this weekend swing through Illinois and Kentucky could be a good chance for Pierce to make ground on points leader Chris Madden, and that's exactly what happened last night. Pierce started third behind Madden and Nick Hoffman and was patient for much of the first half of the 40-lapper. And then when Hoffman was briefly held up in lap traffic, Pierce was right there to make the move for the lead. He took over on lap 28 and led the rest of the way for his second series win of 2023. Hoffman and Kyle Bronson rounded out the podium with Madden fading to seventh by the end. Headed to Tri-City tonight, another good track for Pierce. The gap to Madden in the standings is only 50 points. Pierce could easily cut into that the next two nights. If you look at Pierce's season, those opening two races at Volusia were not exactly confidence-inspiring with finishes of 25th and 17th. But since then, his record is really good. If it wouldn't have been for a broken wheel and busted brake parts while leading at Talladega, he'd have 12 straight top 10 finishes right now and possibly three wins instead of two. His average finish over the past five races is third, and he's suddenly a very real championship contender. I was very skeptical of his plans for the year, but clearly he's proven me wrong at this point. And his speed isn't just with the Outlaws. He's already also got a Lucas win this season and is second in the Flow Racing Night in America standings, coming off a second-place run at Florence, where he just got nipped late by Ricky Thornton Jr., Outside of Summer Nationals competition, I'd argue we haven't really seen this version of Bobby Pierce before. He's contending for wins regularly, and when he isn't, he's still running up front. That consistency is so important. With the Longhorn chassis switch, that group has really taken a step forward this year. I think a lot of us figured that this outlaw season would be pretty competitive out front. I just don't know that we thought it would be Pierce and Nick Hoffman at this point challenging a guy like Chris Madden. It's been a really fun season today with the series, and I hope it continues. After uh, tonight at Tri-City, the Outlaws head Saturday to Paducah. And a busy weekend at Tri-City continued last night with the Extreme Outlaw Midgets in town. We had a strange situation late in the feature where three cars inside the top seven all cut tires on the same lap, including the leader Ryan Timms, third running Jade Avedisian, and seventh running Taylor Reimer. All of those Keith Coons cars, although all three would get back in the mix, Jade was uh, kind of the uh, ended up being the highest finisher of the three at ninth. With those cars out of the game, Jesse Love inherited the lead on the restart, and he drove away to his first career national midget win, topping points leader Cannon McIntosh and Landon Brooks. Chase McDermott battled from 16th to 4th after flipping in his heat race earlier in the night. Love, who actually won the ARCA race at Charlotte just last week and who will be in a truck at Gateway this weekend with NASCAR, 
I'm driving a car for Chad Boat. Headed to Wayne County for two nights now. Uh, Wayne County in Illinois, not Wayne County in Ohio. Uh, McIntosh has extended his points lead to 112 over McDermott with Jade and Gavin Miller tied for third. After Saturday, things roll right into Indiana Midget Week with things kicking off Sunday at Hobstot. So no lack of midget racing coming up through June 11th. In Thursday night sprint car action, Kyle Reinhardt was a 410 winner at BAPS, topping Jeff Halligan and Freddie Raymer. And across the state at Pittsburgh's PA Motor Speedway, AJ Flick topped Dave Blaney and Ryan Smith for night two of Western PA Speedweek. Speedweek continues tonight at Lernerville with Sharon and Tri-City Raceway Park coming up Saturday and Sunday. All right, let's run through the other big stuff coming up this weekend. The Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series is headed for West Virginia Motor Speedway for the historic 150,000 to win on Saturday. Tonight is a full program, ending with a 10,000 to win 30-lap feature. Ricky Thornton Jr. is the current Lucas Points leader over Hudson O'Neill and Brandon Overton. Drivers will be starting to work towards staying in that top 12 for the next championship chase cutoff, with Garrett Alberson, Tyler Bruning, and Ross Robinson outside looking in currently. Jonathan Davenport won the big show at West Virginia a year ago, and Devin Moran won the prelim night feature. I'll be curious to see what the car count is for this show, as the big 5 ace track can be tough on equipment. Other late model shows to check out this weekend include the Hunt the Front series at Cochrane for 10,000 to win, plus the Southern All-Stars, Comp Cams, Iron Man, ULMS, all in action as well. Things remain tight atop the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series standings headed to River Cities and Ogilvy this weekend, with Brad Sweet and Carson Macedo tied for the lead and David Gravel only eight points back. Sweet has won two of the last three at River Cities, although a resurgent Donnie Schatz could be tough to beat in his home state. The 3 Ace Ogilvy track has never appeared on the Outlaw schedule before and rarely hosts wing sprint car shows, so nobody in the field will have any sort of a notebook headed there on Saturday. A year ago, Sweet led the series in average finish on 3 Ace mile tracks, while Sheldon Hoddenshield had the most 3 Ace wins with 4. Carson Macedo is the hottest series driver around now. He's got 5 straight top 4 finishes, and Gravel has the longest current top 10 streak right now at 9 straight races. The All-Stars are headed north to Wisconsin for races at Dodge County and Plymouth tonight and tomorrow. That Saturday show at Plymouth is the Race Routine Foundation race, and it pays $26,000 to win. That should draw plenty of cars. As I said, after Port Royal, the points did close up with the Routine 26 trailing the Claussen Marshall 7BC by only 22 points right now. Everyone else has fallen to nearly triple digits back or more. Bill Baylog has won the two previous All-Star shows at Plymouth and will be in attendance this weekend. The All-Stars have not previously raced at Dodge County, so another new track here for these guys as well. This weekend is a co-sanction with the IRA, so all of those teams will be racing. Uh, Jordan Goldsberry is the current IRA points leader on the strength of three wins in eight races. Before Indiana Midget Week gets rolling on Sunday, the USAC crowd is headed to Knoxville tonight and tomorrow for the Corn Belt Clash with the National Sprint Cars. Kyle Cummins has been absolutely rolling this season. He's the current points leader right now over Brady Bacon and CJ Leary. Good money on the line the next two nights. 11,000 to win tonight, 12,000 to win tomorrow. USAC Sprint Cars haven't been to Knoxville since 2020 when Brady Bacon and Tyler Courtney picked up victories. Bacon actually has the most career wins at Knoxville with four. 360 wing sprint cars also on the card tonight, and then winged 410s join the non-wing crowd on Saturday. Other wing sprint car stuff to check out this weekend includes the ASCS National Tour. They've got the Mickey Walker Classic that's split between Outlaw Motor Speedway and Caney Valley. Seth Bergman is the series points leader over Jason Martin right now, and those two have really separated themselves from the rest of the field. 
Uh, and out in California, the NARC 410 series is at Placerville on Saturday for the Dave Bradway Memorial. It's been very much Dominic Selzy versus Corey Day so far this season with NARC. Each has three wins, and Day leads the standings by just seven points over Selzy. Day is also the defending race winner. Justin Sanders hasn't won yet with NARC, but he's only 26 back of Day and still very much within striking distance. Uh, sprint cars after dark, always fun out there in California. That's it for the show for the week. I really appreciate you guys tuning in, supporting what I'm doing here. The subscribing, commenting, sharing these shows uh, really means a lot to me. I hope you guys enjoy the dirt racing weekend out there. We'll see you right back here on Monday. 